Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, who came to Earth from the planet Krypton with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a large metropolitan newspaper. Superman, in the guise of Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen, have become deeply involved in another baffling mystery. Assigned by Editor White to interview Sidney Rycroft, British explorer, Kent discovered the explorer was a woman, not a man. Miss Rycroft confided to Kent and Jimmy the fact that her life was in danger because she had dared to break the seal of the tomb of Osiris in Egypt. Our friends accompanied Miss Rycroft to the theater that night, where, in a weird adventure, Superman foiled an attempt on the girl's life. Having seen Miss Rycroft safely to her hotel, Kent returned to Editor White's office at the Daily Planet, where a fresh surprise awaited him. Listen. Oh, Sidney Rycroft is a woman, eh, Kent? That's right, Chief. But look here, suppose we discuss this later, huh? I see you've got a visitor. I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, where are all men, Colonel Wright? I'm inclined to think, Kent, that my visitor would be very much interested in your decidedly weird story. Why should he be interested in it, Chief? Because he happens to be Sidney Rycroft. Huh? You mind if I sit down, Chief? I'm beginning to feel a little dizzy. What's gotten into you, Kent? Oh. I send you and Jimmy Olsen out to interview Sidney Rycroft, the British explorer. You're gone all afternoon and all night. Jimmy comes back and tells me some weird story about a theater disappearing or some such thing, and then you bounce in. Tell me you've been with Rycroft all day, then that Rycroft is a woman. When all the time, Rycroft is sitting right here in my office. Uh, look, look here. I'd rather you shouldn't argue with me, but... I don't understand this at all. Chief, I give you my word, I went to the hotel you named and asked for Sidney Rycroft. And when Jimmy and I got to Rycroft's apartment, a girl opened the door. She told me that she was Sidney Rycroft. Yes, yes, Kent. Go on. Well, she said she had two extra tickets for the great Gambini tonight, and would Jimmy and I care to go with her? Well, we went. Gambini called for a volunteer from the audience to help him in a disappearing act, and Miss Rycroft went up onto the stage. So, you went to see the great Gambini, did you, Kent? That's right, Chief. You're lying, Kent. You know as well as I do that Gambini died ten years ago. Well, we saw someone who called himself the Great Gambini. Go on, go on with your story, Kent. I just want to see how far your feverish imagination can go. Oh, Chief, believe me, I'm telling you the truth. Gambini put Miss Rycroft into a box and caused the box to disappear. And then he walked off the stage and the curtain came down. And uh, Miss Rycroft did not reappear, eh? That's right. Hmm. Jimmy and I were worried, so we went backstage to see what had happened. Well, that's when we got the shock of our lives. We found an old man back there, a watchman, who said the theater had been closed for years. And to bear him out, there was dust and cobwebs all over the place. Oh, Mr. Fine, what? Uh, go on, Kent, go on. Your imagination oh, is amazing. Honestly, Chief, this is all on the level. What do you mean, on the level? Kent, you've either invented this thing or you've dreamed it. Well, what about Jimmy? We both couldn't have dreamed the same thing. Jimmy will believe anything you tell him. But go on with this fairy tale of yours. What happened after you discovered the theater hadn't been used in years? Why, uh, well, nothing. We, we, we left the place. Well, why did Jimmy come back here alone? Well, I wanted to be by myself for a while. I wanted to think the thing out. Think it out, eh? 
And you better go home and sleep it off, Kent. But, Mr. White, uh, I tell you... Look here, I, I feel frightfully guilty about this whole thing. I, I don't know quite what it's all about, but I do feel that I'm somewhat to blame. On the contrary, no, Mr. No, no, Rycroft, I... we've imposed upon you. But I'll make it up to you. Instead of one article about you and your globe-trotting adventures, we'll run a series. Oh. Only this time, I'll get someone I can trust to do it. Hiya. He's well, getting in here. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed Jones. I'd almost forgotten all about you. So the chief got you out of jail, did he? He sure did, and I'm mighty grateful to him. And you can show your gratitude by staying out of my office. This cowboy friend of yours, Kent, has given me more trouble than six other people put together. Mr. White, you're a mighty fine hombre, but at that temper, you only need sweetening. Uh, here. Here's some fudge. I don't want any of your blasted fudge. Oh, Kent, I wish you were still out west somewhere. I wish you had never arrived back here this morning. I wish... I wish you'd get out of here and take this... Jumping weed or whatever his name is with you. But chief, go I'm... on, go on, get out, get okay, out. Hey, okay, let's go, Tumbleweed. Right with you, son. Over here, Tumbleweed. Say, uh, what's Mr. White raising all that dust about, Kent? I can't explain now, Tumbleweed. One thing I do know. Uh, what's that, Kent? Listen. Tonight, Jimmy and I saw a performance given by the great Gambini. Now I'm given to understand that Gambini died ten years ago. Well... Well, that man inside there with Editor White claims to be Sidney Rycroft, the explorer. Now, his name may be Rycroft, all right. But when I saw him on the stage tonight, he called himself the Great Gambini. You mean to tell me that that fella in there is two people? Why, what kind of sense can you make out of that? I can't make any kind of sense out of it yet, Tumbleweed. But I will before I'm through. Look, you care to come with me? I'll tell you the whole story on the way. Where are you bound for? I'm going to jump in a cab and go back to the hotel where I just left Miss Sidney Rycroft. I'm going to get to the bottom of this mess right now. Well, Kent, that sure is the most low-code story I ever did hear. First thing I've got to determine for sure, Tumbleweed, is which of these two people, the man or the woman, is really Sidney Rycroft. Yeah, and uh, supposing you find out, then where are you? Well, that remains to be seen. A lot of questions need answering. That business tonight of the girl disappearing, and the theater having the appearance of not having been used in years. Well, that was all an elaborate trick, I'm sure. I'll find out how it was accomplished in time. But why should anyone go to all that trouble? You got me. Another thing, Cumberweed. You can't make me believe that these Egyptian fanatics, or whatever you call them, would follow that girl all the way around the world merely because she'd broken the seal of the tomb of Osiris. Now, I'm convinced there's something more to it than that. Well, you figure it out, kid. I can't. I'll know a lot more than I know now once I've talked with the girl who calls herself Sidney Rycroft. Oh, here we are. Here's the hotel where she's staying. All right, there you are, driver. Thanks, bud. Come on, Tumbleweed. Right with you, kid. Yes, sir. Can I help you? I, I've come to see Miss Sidney Rycroft. Will you announce me, please? The name is Kent. Clark Kent. Certainly, sir. I'll ring up her room. Miss Sidney Rycroft, please. What beats me, Kent, is how you rescued the girl from them hombres after you found her backstage. I didn't know you was a fighting man. Oh, the, that was nothing. Most of them ran off. Scared to death they were getting into trouble, I guess. I'm afraid it wasn't much of a fight. Uh, Miss Rycroft doesn't answer, sir. Oh, uh, keep trying, please. Ring Miss Rycroft again, operator. Say, uh, you don't reckon something's happened to that gal again, do you? I don't know, Tumbleweed. Funny she doesn't answer. Hello? Miss Rycroft? Oh. This is the desk. He got it all right. Uh, Mr. Clark came to see you. Shall I have him come up? Uh, very well, Miss Rycroft. Uh, Miss Rycroft says she'll come down if you don't mind waiting. Gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's funny, Tumbleweed. Why should she object to our coming up? 
she didn't this afternoon. Don't ask me, can't I? Never did understand women. But now don't you go to breaking a stirrup. It's you and me just sit down here in the lobby and wait to let that female get you. Tumbleweed, I'm worried. We've waited in this lobby for over 30 minutes and still no sign of Miss Rycroft. Better ask that fella at the desk to call up again. No. No, what we'd better do is go right on up to her room. Come on. But Ken, she said to wait down here till she came down. Well, maybe she did, but I'm not waiting. Come on, we're taking the elevator up to the eighth floor. Eighth floor, please. Come on, Tumbleweed. She's in room 814. Right with you, Kent. Oh, here we are. I'll ring. Sounds as quiet as a grave inside there. Yeah, sounds too quiet. See, look, Kent. Huh? It's your door ain't even shut tight. I can't. But, but George, you're right. That's funny. I think we'd better have a look inside. Supper and coyotes, Kent. Look at this place. Yeah, we're too late. Everything turned upside down. Furniture scattered all over the place. There must have been a struggle, Tumbleweed. Well, I'll say it appears to me is how they made off with the girl. Tumbleweed. I hear you. Remember while we were waiting downstairs, that heavily veiled woman got off the elevator? That old woman, you mean, supported by the two men? Old woman, nothing. Unless I miss my guess, that veiled woman was Miss Sidney Rycroft. Well, brother, what are we waiting for? We're not. Come on. The quicker we get downstairs, the better. Yes, sir. I'm the doorman of this hotel. How long have you been on duty? Five hours. Why? A woman, heavily veiled and supported by two men, went out the door about half an hour ago. Did you notice them? Why, yeah, yeah, I did. I called a cab for them. Where were they going? Do you know? Why, yeah, I heard one of the men give the driver an address on Water Street. But look here, you. What, what are you... What was the address? What's it to you? Anyhow, I don't remember. Would, uh, would this help you to remember? Ten bucks. Well, uh, let me see now. Come on, uh, what was the address? Uh, yes, sir. I remember now. It was 417 Water Street. 417 Water Street. Tumbleweed? Yeah, Ken? I want you to do something for me. Go back to the office and send a cable to the Explorers Club in London. Just say, is Sidney Rycroft a man or a woman? And sign my name. But, Ken, I... Do as I tell you. I'll see you later. around the corner now, out of sight. Now, let's see. The address the doorman gave me was 417 Water Street. Well, it looks as if I'll have to pay a visit to that address. And I think this is a job for Superman. What is the answer to this strange puzzle? What will Superman find when he arrives at 417 Water Street? Will he manage to save the girl from whatever danger threatens? And what is the solution to this baffling mystery? Be sure to hear the next thrilling episode of our story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.